morning in the precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Just find somebody this morning uh, that you greet and welcome to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Just find somebody uh, to say welcome to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Find somebody to greet. Hallelujah. Welcome them to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You have done well to come to the house of the Lord. Amen. You are not lost. Hallelujah. You are in the right place at the right time. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor you are in the right place at the right time. Hallelujah. I greet you. It is good to see your beautiful faces and handsome faces in the house. Hallelujah. I see your smiles. Amen. God is good. Amen. Uh, this morning, I want, uh, without taking much time, I want us to turn real quick to the book of Genesis chapter 28 from verse 30. That's uh, going to be our anchor scripture this morning. Genesis chapter 38, verse 28 and 30. Uh, whilst we are also doing that, uh, we, also, we are also going to read another verse from the New Testament. Our New Testament citation is going to come from the book of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 3. Amen. I'm going to read, hallelujah, uh, from the book of uh, Genesis, chapter 38, verse 28 to 30. If you are there, say, I am there. Hallelujah. If you are still looking, say, still looking. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm going to give you a minute. Hallelujah. Genesis is the first book in the Bible. Genesis means beginnings. Amen. Uh, so if you're looking for Genesis, chapter 38, verse 28, if you don't have a Bible, uh, we have the scripture here on, on, on uh, being projected. Amen. But I would urge you next time when you come to the house of the Lord to bring a Bible. Hallelujah. It's easy. In our days, uh, we, we have apps that we can use to find, uh, to have the Bible with us everywhere where we go. Uh, today I'm going to be reading from the book of Genesis, chapter 38, uh, verse 28 to 30. And this is what the word of the Lord says. And so it was, when she was giving birth, that the one put out his hand, and the midwife took a scarlet thread, say scarlet thread, and bound it on his hand, saying, this one came out first. Say, this one came out first. Hallelujah. So the, we are told that the midwife uh, who was helping um, in, in, in the giving birth, she said, this one has come out first. So she took a scarlet thread. Then it happened as he drew back his hand, that his hand, his brother came out unexpectedly. And she said, how did you break through? Hallelujah. He said, she said, how did you break through? Hallelujah. So the midwife, uh, we are told that the, w w when the, this woman was given birth, the, the, the first, the, the, one of the kids, or what, there were twins in the womb. One of the twins, he took out or stretched out his hand. His hand came out first. Such that the midwife took a scarlet thread and wrapped it around his arm and said, this is the firstborn. Hallelujah. And said, this is the winner. 
This is the champion, hallelujah. But we are told that before uh, coming out, the brother that was also in the womb, he, uh, he, he went ahead and he came out first, such that the midwife was amazed. She said, how did you come out? How did you break through? How did you make it? Hallelujah. That's the question she had. How did you break through? This bridge be upon you. So she said, from now on, your name is going to be called Perez, which means bridge or which means breaking forth or which means uh, uh, breaking out. That's the name Perez. And said, your name from today is going to be called Perez. Say Perez, somebody. Perez. Hallelujah. So this young man was now called Perez because he had come out first, even though uh, his brother had been declared the firstborn, but he came out first. We know that when you are giving birth, it's not the hand that come, comes out first, no? Right? It's the head that's supposed to come out first. So there was something illegal that was taking place here. There was one that was trying to cheat out of the womb. Hallelujah. There was one that was trying to make or to find a way to come out when he was not supposed to come out. But unfortunately, hallelujah, we find that the midwife did not say the head did not come out first. So I'm going to wait to pronounce you a winner. But the moment the hand came out, the midwife took the scarlet cord to identify the firstborn. Because being a firstborn was a significant thing. Hallelujah. It would mean that you are the one that was going to carry the birthright of the family. Hallelujah. It would mean that you are the one that was going to carry forth uh, the family name. Hallelujah. Amen. So the midwife takes the scarlet cord and he places the scarlet, the scarlet cord on Zerah. Now, the name Zerah means uh, sunrise. Hallelujah. So she, she said, sunrise, you are the one that is, that is declared the winner. You are the one that has come out first. You are like the morning. Hallelujah. So she declares Zerah the, the firstborn. But I love this man called Perez. He said, I'm not going to be robbed of what belongs to me. I'm not going to be denied of my birthright. This year, our theme as a church is we are, it's a year, 2017 is a year of breaking forth by the anointing. Now, when it comes to breaking forth, it's not something that is going to come easy. It's not something that's going to be declared automatic. Something that when I said on the first day of this year, that our theme for this year is breaking forth by the anointing. That in our hands, we are going to find victory being given to us on a silver plate. But I want, I've come to tell you, that's not how it is. Hallelujah. Because as you are contending for your birthright, you are going to find that you are in competition with Zera. You are in competition with Zerah. There are things that are going to contend for the birthright. There are things that are going to contend for your place in the kingdom. It's not going to come easy. It's not going to be easy. It's not a walk in the park. You have got to fight for your breakthrough. 
You have got to fight for your identity. You have got to, to fight for your, for, your, for your inheritance. You have got to fight for your heritage. You have got to fight for your promises. What God said he has given you, it's not going to come easily. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us the promises of God are yes and amen. But it doesn't mean that it's going to be handed to you whilst you are sleeping. Hallelujah. God is looking for a Perez this morning. God is looking for a Perez. You are in contention, and who you are contending with is Zera. I said Zera means sunshine. Zera is the person or is something that comes out first or that shines first. All of us, when we were born, there were things that were declared concerning us because of what appeared first. There were characteristics and the traits that appeared of us first. I wasn't born a Christian. You were not born a Christian. There were traits that defined you. Before you came to the house of the Lord, there was an identity that was placated on you because of your traits, your habits, the way you lived your life. They called you accordingly. If we read the Bible, we are told there was a woman in the New Testament that had an issue of blood. Whenever we read or whenever we reference that woman, we always say the woman with the issue of blood. We identify her according to her past, her situation, her status, what was going on in her life. She wasn't, even after she was delivered, we find that we still reference to her as the woman with the issue of blood. I don't know what names you are called. I don't know what they define you or how they identify you. Hallelujah. But you've got to fight for the right identity. Amen. You have got to fight to be defined as God has defined you. Amen. Perez said, I'm not going to take the second seat. I'm not going to take a second place. I'm not going to be a second class citizen in the kingdom of God. I'm going to fight to be the first. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You are not always born, hallelujah, being the first. There are some that are privileged to have been born or there are some that are in their family, they are born uh, firstborns. They are the first in their families. But I want to tell you that it doesn't guarantee that you have a blessing on your life because you were born first. Right. Hallelujah. Amen. It doesn't guarantee that. It doesn't mean that things are going to be easy for you the rest of your life because you are the firstborn in your family. It doesn't mean that you are always going to be the leader because you are the firstborn in your family. You can be the firstborn but not be the leader that God has designed you to be. And when people look at the traits that you exhibit, they begin to call you according to those traits. What shined first of you? What did people know of you? How did people identify you initially? How do they know you? What do they know you as? Hallelujah. Amen. And that's Zera. That's what Zera means. Zera shines first. Zera is the one trait that appears first. What am I talking about? When you... I gave an example of one of my, my, my little girls, Maita. That one time I walked into a room. I'd send them to, to go to sleep upstairs. When I, walk, when I walked into the room, instead of sleeping, she was playing on the iPad. As I opened the door and she realized that I was coming, she threw the iPad to the ground. She went into the blanket and pretended to be like, like she was sleeping. Hallelujah. This is a two-year-old that I'm talking about. She was two at this time. Hallelujah. She was pretending. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
Something about her, right, was deceiving. Something about her, right, was, was deceiving. She wanted to portray a picture of what she was not. Hallelujah. Like she was sleeping, but she was not. There was a characteristic or there was a trait or there was something inherent that was becoming visible. Right? There was something inherent that she was born with that was becoming visible. Hallelujah. At that time, I could have defined her as that and said, my, my daughter is tricky. Right? I could have defined her as, and say she is a trickster. If you know that character called Jacob, that name which means trickster, Jacob was defined by, by, by what first appeared. He was a trickster. Even though we, we later realized that he was given another name and his name was changed from Jacob to Israel. Because the Lord says from now on, you are going to be a father of nations. Hallelujah. But initially what shined first, what appeared first was that Jacob was a trickster. That's why I love the Bible. Because the Bible, when it presents characters to us, it doesn't hide their faults. It doesn't hide, it doesn't hide the mistakes people made in the Bible. Hallelujah. Because it's allowing us to see that we can emerge from, from a place of Zerah to a place of Perez. Zerah appeared first. Hallelujah. Zerah is what appeared first. So my second point is this. The way you began is not the way you should end. Just because you began your life in a certain way, it doesn't mean that that's how you've got to end. Hallelujah. It's a marathon. Christianity is a marathon. It's a race that we are in. That's why Paul says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, let us what? Run the race that is set before us, putting off the sin that easily entangles. Right, The sin that easily entangles, it's seeking to define you as something. It's seeking to put restrictions and boundaries on your life. Hallelujah. It's seeking to define you as what God has not defined you to be. It's a sin. You, are, you will not be defined by your mistakes. You will not be defined by sin. You will not be defined by what you did wrong in your past. Hallelujah. Refuse to be defined by your mistakes. Perez said, I'm not going to take a second place. I'm going to fight for my birthright. For my birthright. Hallelujah. Perez is that thing. Zera is that thing that seeks to steal your identity. That seeks to, to steal your place of, of destiny that God has allotted for you. Hallelujah. Some of us, we are intimidated by the Zeras. Because when we see the Zera, in his place, we say, hmm, with my character, with, my, with the way that I am, with how I am built, how can I get to that place? We are intimidated by Zerah. We are intimidate, intimidated by our dreams. Hallelujah. You are intimidated by your dream. Such that you say, it is better not to dream than for me to dream and fail to achieve that dream. But I've come to tell you, you've got to fight for your dream. You've got to fight for your birthright. If God gives you a dream, it means in you, he has put the capacity to accomplish what he has put in you. Hallelujah. If he makes you to desire something, it means in you, he has put something that is great, that is powerful, that is unique. Hallelujah. Paul, when, he was, when he's talking about spiritual gifts, he says, covet 
the best gifts. Right? Desire the best gifts. Desire that you prophesy. Now, why would he be saying desire something if he knows that you can't get it? That's not how it is. Hallelujah. He is saying when you desire something, hallelujah, God will put in you the ability to reach for it. Hallelujah. He will put in you the ability to achieve it and to accomplish it. This year for you, let it be a year of accomplishments. It is a year of accomplishments. Just because you began in a certain place, it doesn't mean that you have to end in that place. Just because you were relegated to second, it doesn't mean that that's the place you've got to diet. Hallelujah. You've got to refuse and say, Lord, I know the place you have destined for me. I'm fighting for that place. I'm contending for that place. Hallelujah. This ministry, hallelujah. I've gone through certain things in life. That could have disqualified me from standing in front of you and be a minister of the word of God. Contend to fulfill the will of God for your life. Hallelujah. Contend to fulfill what God has destined you to be. I've had to fight. Hallelujah. I've had to fight my way. To fight against sin. To fight against uh, preconceived notions. To fight against uh, stereotypes. When people look at you and they say, what can this young boy preach? Don't be fooled. Hallelujah. Because what God is doing in me, I will not be defined by Zerah. I am a Perez. I break through. I break forth by the anointing. I will not be relegated to second place. I'm not a second class citizen. I am the anointed of the Lord. I'm the apple of his I, what he says I am, I am. What he says I can do, I can do. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's got to be your attitude. I can imagine Perez saying I can do all things even though I've been relegated to second place. Though the birthright has been stolen from me, but I will not allow my life to end in this state. I'm coming out first. I'm coming out first. Zera will not go before me. I will not be defined by mistakes. I will not be defined because of what the devil has done in my life. He has thought to steal my birthright. But I will contend for my birthright. Contend for your birthright. Contend for your birthright. Contend for your birthright. The way we began this ministry is not the way we are going to finish. Because when I go in prayer, I'm saying, God, thank you for a mega church. Thank you because Rise Fellowship is a mega church. I will not be defined by my beginning, but I will be defined by how this journey is going to end. Hallelujah. The word of God says, do not despise the days of small beginnings. The days of small beginnings. Hallelujah. For you to get where God has destined you to go, you've got to start somewhere. I can come in here and say, Lord, uh, uh, how are we going to get there? And quit. Hallelujah. But I'm faithful with what he has called me to do at this time. I'm faithful. Hallelujah. With what he has destined me to do at this time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What about you? What has God called you to do? And what has gone ahead of you that has said you can't accomplish it? What has risen ahead of you and relegated you to second place? Some of you, it's divorce. You have gone through divorce. Therefore, you think you can't serve the Lord anymore. Because your identity is that there is a divorcee. 
But the Lord is saying, hallelujah, hallelujah, let your head come out. I will raise your head. I will lift up your head. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Some of you, you have had children, hallelujah, out of wedlock. And you have allowed that to be the thing that defines you. But the Lord is saying, don't let it define you. As long as you have breath, you have got another chance. You have got the opportunity to make something of your life. It's not over until it's over. It's not finished until it's finished. Hallelujah. Perez had been, Sarah had been declared the winner. I don't know what has been declared your true identity. But today I've come to tell you there is a greater identity that God has in store for you. Hallelujah. Some when they look at you, they define you according to your past, according to your mistakes. But you are not your mistakes. You are not your mistakes. You are who God said you are. Hallelujah. So I want to challenge us. I want to challenge us. As individuals, as a ministry, that what the way we begin is not how we are supposed to end. Now, people talk about, when they talk about the character or the destiny of a person, they say it starts with your thoughts. Your thoughts then become action. Then your action translates to a habit. Then their habit translates, right? And it becomes your character. And your character becomes your destiny. Hallelujah. So the first place has got to be that place. So every Sunday when I stand up here, I'm battling the first step. I'm trying to change your mind. Hallelujah. The word of God says the gospel is foolishness to those that are perishing. But it's eternal life to those that are crossing over from death to life. So what the word of God then comes to do. The word of God says be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right? Your mind is renewed. When situations tell you you can't, then you look at scripture. Scripture tells you you can do all things. Hallelujah. Paul says, I can do all things. Then you look at scripture. Then your mindset begins to change. When circumstances tell you you can never own a business, but the Lord will then begin to say, I will bless the works of your hands. When situations tell you you will not amount to anything, but when you look at scripture, scripture then begins to tell you every place that the sole of your feet shall tread upon, I will give you as an inheritance. Hallelujah. Therefore, my mind is being changed. The way I think is being changed. That's why I love Joel Austin. You Every time before he preaches. He says, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. That's the attitude of a Perez that says, Lord, what you say I can do, I can do. What you say I am, I am. Hallelujah. What you say you have given me, it is mine. Hallelujah. That's the attitude of a Perez. That's the attitude of a Perez. Refuse to be identified by your yesterday. Zerah stuck out his hand trying to cheat his way into victory. You see, there are things that you've got to fight that are trying to steal from you. Yes? Hallelujah. There are things that are trying to steal from you. The enemy comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. He comes to steal from you. The first thing he wants to steal is that word. That's why the word of God says the word of God is like a, a, a farmer who went into the 
field and he began to plant a seed. So every time you are coming to the house of the Lord, what the Lord is doing is he's planting a seed. He's planting a seed. Hallelujah. That's why when you are coming to the house of the Lord, you've got to come ready to prepare, prepare to receive. You've got to till your heart and say, Lord, my heart, Lord, let it not be as seared as with a hot iron, but Lord, give me a heart that is receptive. Give me the ability to receive. God, open up my heart that, Lord, I will not close the word. Because at times you can be in the house of the Lord. When it's being preached, you say, ah, that's not, that's not my word. That's, that's, that's so and so. I think pastor is talking about so and so. Right? Because the enemy is stealing that word from you. But until you personalize it, it will not work for you. Hallelujah. The word of God, you've got to personalize it. It has to become your own personal word. My word. Hallelujah. Whenever you come to the house of the Lord, don't leave without getting something. You have got to get something that you say, Pastor, that, that's my word. I'm going to use it to contend for my faith. Hallelujah. When I stand here, the second thing that I'm doing, I'm declaring prophetically over your life. Amen. Paul, when he's writing to Timothy, he says, Timothy, stir up the gifting that is in you that was placed by the laying on of hands. Hallelujah. So there is power in having hands laid on you. There are certain things that you only receive by laying on of hands. And also you will receive them by, by prophecy. When a word is given, it is prophecy. It's prophetic. I am the prophet right now. Yeah. Hallelujah. I'm standing here prophetically declaring a word that will bring you into a place of prosperity. Amen. Hallelujah. Are we together? Every word that is ministered, I do the same. Throughout the week, you can ask my wife how many sermons I listen to throughout the week. How many people I listen to that are talking about church growth? How many people I listen to that are talking about sanctification? How many people that I listen to throughout the week, every day? I listen to at least maybe three sermons a day. Because I'm saying, Lord, I see my, de my, my, my destiny. I will not be defined, hallelujah, by Zera. I will not be defined by what has started first, but I will be defined by what your word says. I will be defined by prophecy. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. And your mantle is your prophecy. Amen. Hallelujah. If you want to know how you are going to end up, look at who is your mentor. That's the first step you have got to, 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 to transcend. That's the first stage you have got to transcend. The level of your mentor. Who is your mentor? Who is teaching you? My God. Who is your mentor? Who is running before you? Who is setting an example? Because there are certain pains and headaches that you can, you can avoid because you are listening. You are giving your ear to your mentor. You are listening to the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. And it, that mentor doesn't just have to be one. Have a mentor in finances. Someone that's doing well in finance, that knows how to manage finances. Ask them what they are doing. If you are going to be a, 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 a Perez, if you are going to make a bridge between where you are and where God wants you to be, you have got to have a teachable spirit. You've got to move away from a place where you are just, my life is my life. You are not the, I'm not the best preacher there is. That's why I listen to other preachers. I'm not the best preacher there is. Hallelujah. I'm not the most eloquent of preachers there are. Hallelujah. 
Ask my wife. Right now she's listening. She, once we are done, she'll say, you, you should have said this better. Because I've allowed and given a room in my life, hallelujah, to mold me, to make me better. So I open. So sometimes it's painful. Then she, when she tells me, today you said so many hallelujahs in your message. Right? It's painful. Hallelujah. But I understand. <laughs> hallelujah. I'm not... The process of pruning is never easy. It's not nice. It's not pleasant. But if I want to be something, I have to open my heart to her to, to teach me. Yeah, there are times I will grin my teeth and say, ah, this woman. Right? But what she's doing for me, hallelujah, she's doing for me what a true friend would do. Faithful are the wounds of a brother. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Hallelujah. That's what it is. That's why we come to the house of the Lord. I, I said this the other day, that I am, I am the shepherd of this house. My intent or my purpose is not to please you. It's to challenge you. It's to mold you and to encourage you to become what God has destined you to be. It's to tell you that don't stay in that womb. Don't allow, the, to, don't be defined by, 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 by your, your second place. You can do better. You can do better. It's not too late to go to school. Yeah. Some say, if you want to hide something from a, from a black man, it's a stereotype, right? Put it in a book. They will not find it. Hallelujah. But if you want to break that bridge, for people to say, how did you break out? How did you do it? You've got to read. You've got to read. What I did, I found in the past, before technology was way advanced as it is, I used to have a lot of, I have a lot, lots of books in my, in my, on my bookshelf. But now I realize that with the pace that I want to read and what I want to accomplish, I've, I've got to be able to have ready access to books. So I joined a, a, a book club. There are so many book clubs out there. There's one called Safari Books Online. I, I, I have one called Scribby. It's here on my iPad, on my iPhone, right? Anyway, at work I can open my, my book. Right now I'm, I'm reading a, a book called The Shepherd Leader. Because I'm molding myself to be a leader. And I'm also a, reading a book called Revival Through Prayer by Yongi Cho. Because I want to be a prayer warrior. Hallelujah. I want to achieve and to get to accomplishments that Yongi Cho has gotten. And he's teaching me on prayer. How do you pray? Hallelujah. What is prayer? You can never be too educated. You can never be too educated. Don't hate books. If you hate books, you will die poor. I'm telling you, don't hate books. I know it's the hard truth, but don't hate books. Love to read. Amen. Learn something. Hallelujah. You have Google on, on your phone here. Hallelujah. There are times that I'm looking up words. How do you pronounce that word? Right? Even, even with the Bible too, you can listen to how words are pronounced there as well. Hallelujah. I want to learn. I want to be better. I want to break the bridge. There is a parade, there is a zera that has taken my place. But I've got to displace that zera and say, I am what God has, has called me to be, to be. My mind thinks what God has called me to think. Hallelujah. Defy stereotypes. Defy stereotypes. If you want, if, if you want to break through, defy stereotypes. Break the status quo. They say African churches are like this. I said to the Lord, you will not hear Shona songs being sung here. 
Because we are a multicultural church. It's painful as we start. Because there are some that say, oh, we want to hear a song in our own vernacular. Right? But I've got to break, right? I've got to break the status quo of this ministry being limited to a, set, to a, to a, certain, uh, to a certain nationality or a, says a certain racial group. Hallelujah. This thing I'm talking about here, hallelujah, we've got to break Amen. stereotypes. Amen. We've got to change our mind. Yes. Our mind has got to be, to be changed. It doesn't matter what color skin you are. Do you know that one of the apostles that was there at the church uh, in, in, in the New Testament was, was a black man? His name was called uh, Simeon. Let's read Acts chapter, chapter 13. Because of the color of your skin, it doesn't determine your accomplishments in life. Don't feel sorry because you are, you are, you are born. There are some people that give excuses. We are, always, we are not going to accomplish much. How, how can black people accomplish this? Don't be defined by the color of your skin. That's a zera that has gone before you. That's a zera that has gone before you. That's not your true identity. Your true identity is you are a human being, a child of God. Amen. Let that be what defines you. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 13. I believe it's uh, this one. If someone has it, can, can, can I have someone read it for me real quick? Now, therefore, mm. Right. Certain prophets mm. and, teachers, and teachers. And Barnabas and Simeon that was called Niger. Uh, meaning what? Black. Yes. He was one of the apostles and teachers. Yes. The new church, that's where the church started. So you have no excuse of color. Amen. Yes. Can I hear an amen? amen? Can I hear a strong amen? amen. Hallelujah. Fight for your place in life. Fight for your place. Perez fought for his place. Perez fought for his place. Even though he had been relegated to second. Let's read again. Matthew chapter 1 verse 3. Let's hear what the word of the Lord says. Hallelujah. Pastor, can you read for me again? Matthew chapter 1 verse 3. Mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you. Amen. This is the genealogy of Jesus Christ. Do you see a familiar name here? Yes. There is a Perez. Yes. The one that had been relegated to second. Yes. He is here being mentioned. Even though Zera had shined first. But Perez refused. Hallelujah. And said, I'm going to be in the genealogy of the Messiah. I'm going to be in the genealogy of Jesus Christ. I'm going to defy odds. He fought for his place. He fought for his place. I'm reminded of a certain woman in the, in the Old Testament. Hallelujah. Who was a prostitute. She was a harlot. Hallelujah. And when the children of Israel went to take, to take the city of Jericho, the word of the Lord says in that city, there was a, 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 a woman in that city called Reb, hallelujah, who was a prostitute. If you read also, you'll find that, can you find it for me in the, in the script? It will tell you, and Rab, who was once a prostitute. Hallelujah. 
when it's giving the genealogy of Jesus Christ. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If it's not Matthew, I think, yeah. Hallelujah. I think it's in Luke, it will tell you, and Rahab, who was once a prostitute. Hallelujah. So she was not defined, or her story did not end with her being defined by how she began. She was defined by what God had destined her to be. I'm saying this to say, hallelujah, where you are right now, that's not your final destination. As long as you have a day to live, hallelujah, your life can be better. You can accomplish much. You can do better than where you are, hallelujah. You are a Perez. You will break forth by force, hallelujah. Even though Zara had been declared the winner, but that's not how you are going to end. You will be defined as the winner. Don't be cheated by the devil out of what God has destined you. Don't be cheated by mistakes out of the blessing that God has allotted for you. You are who God has called you to be. You are going to be called anointed. You are going to be called set apart. And when people look at you, they will say, how did that bridge happen? How did that bridge happen? Because you are, you are, you are accepting to be corrected. You are accepting to be molded. You are accepting to change. You are saying, Lord, I will master size. I will become the best of what I can be. What I started, Lord, that's not how I'm going to end but Lord I thank you for breakthrough this is the year of breaking forth by the anointing the way my year started in 2017 that's not how it's going to end if I have to enroll in college so that I pursue that degree Lord I'm going to do it because Lord I'm not going to end where I started I'm going to be defined by how I end and the word of the Lord says and the the midwife was amazed and said, how did you come out? How did you break forth? Hallelujah. Breaking forth is not guaranteed, but it is guaranteed only to those that are willing to run the race, that are willing to, to, to put in the preparation it takes to run the race. Ask Usain Bolt how many times he practices. Ask him how much time he puts into practice. I've heard some uh, football players, when they retire, they say, it's not so much the game that I'm concerned about. It is the time of practice. It's a, the time that I have to put in. Every morning I have to wake, in, wake up and go to training. That's what's so painful. Hallelujah. Because your preparation, preparation is when, actually opportunity or destiny is when preparation meets opportunity. That's when you accomplish your destiny. Amen. When the amount you've been putting into preparation meets opportunity. 
very immediately, hallelujah, you begin to shine. Though you did not shine first, you were relegated to second place. But when your opportunity, a Perez is one person that makes full, uh, full, full use of their opportunity. If your opportunity comes and you are not prepared, you will miss it. I was reading a story about uh, this caterer. He, uh, Oprah Winfrey wanted to give him an opportunity to host one of his functions. So as he was preparing and uh, he, he got the court ready and everything, then he gave it to one of his uh, employees to go and deliver it to Oprah Winfrey. But somehow, the person that had been given the letter did not deliver it in time. He got there and Oprah Winfrey said to him, once you start employing people that have the passion for your business as you have, that's the only way you're going to advance. But he lost that business. Preparation. When the opportunity came, he was not prepared enough. He was not prepared. Are you prepared? What will you do when your opportunity comes? What do you want to be in life? When your opportunity, because you see, this was what happened here. It was happening in, a, in just a few, a few minutes. One having been declared the winner. All of a sudden, Perez realized, I'm about to miss an opportunity. But he was prepared to fight. And he stuck out his head. And legally, he was declared the firstborn. Hallelujah. You've got to be ready to stick out your head. Yeah, you've got to be able to take risks. You will not accomplish much unless you're willing to take risks. Are you a risk taker? Perez was a risk taker. He took the risk. Even though Zera had been declared the winner, he said, I'm going to take the risk lest possibly my fate will change. And he stuck out his head. Hallelujah. Therefore, now we find him in the genealogy of the Messiah. When Christ is being mentioned, he is mentioned as a, grand, as a great-grandfather to Jesus because he refused to be relegated to the second place. He refused to be a second-place second, uh, second citizen. Hallelujah. And he said, I am going to fight for my identity. I'm going to fight for my birthright. Fight for your birthright. Fight for your birthright. Fight for your birthright. Let's stand up to our feet. Fight for your birthright. Prepare yourself for your opportunity. Prepare yourself for your moment. Prepare yourself to fulfill what God wants you to fulfill. Be ready in season and out of season. Be ready. Be prepared. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you where you are to just begin to pray for your life. And say, Lord, I'm going to break forth. I'm going to break forth. I'm going to break forth. Lord, thank you for breakthrough. Lord, change the way I think. Lord, change the way I think. Lord, may I be transformed by the renewing of the mind. Your word says, as a man thinks, so is he. Lord, may I think right. Lord, change my attitude. Lord, mold my attitude. Hallelujah. Change my habits. Hallelujah. Habits fall into preparation. What are your habits? What do you do constantly that's contributing to your character? What 
is your character. Hallelujah. What do you do habitually that has defined you? That you've got to say, Lord, I don't want to be defined as this. Lord, I don't want to be known as this. Lord, define me as you want me to be. Lord, change my character. Change my attitude. Your attitude determines your altitude. The way you are, your attitude is determines how far you will go. The way you perceive situations will determine how far you will go. Take life head on. Oh, come on somebody. Take life head on. Stop throwing a pity party for your life. As long as you are living, you can accomplish great things. You can, you can be a great woman of God. You can be a business owner. You can be an employer. You can be a great woman of God. A great man of God. You can be great in your life. As long as you have breath in you, you can still do great things. You are a Perezha. You are a Perezha. You are a barrier breaker. You are a line crosser. You cross lines. You break barriers. You are not held by barriers. You are not hold, held by men's perception of you. What people think of you will not be your limitation. What people think of you will not be your boundary. 